We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Divisional Round Bankroll Challenge Live Builder Show. I am joined by a very agreeable guest right now, a man who is chopping at the bit to get on this show and break down the slate. He said, <laughs> he said rip off the shackles of the paywall off of me and let my takes fly for the people. 
He is, of course, Adam Levitan. Adam, how are you doing? Um, I didn't know you had a bankroll left. A, I thought you were a bust out. <laughs> B, 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 I think this is the first podcast we've ever done where uh, it's actually Peter and not Mans. And I got to be honest, you know, until this last week, uh, I was a much bigger fan of Mans than I, am, than I was of Peter. I mean, nobody wanted to hear from Peter about Patrick Laird and, and all this nonsense. But this, this Bachelor Gate thing uh, has risen to a level where now I think that Peter is actually acceptable. And I agreed to come on, even though uh, I'm not joined by Mans. A lot of people on this probably don't even know who Mans is. You've killed Mans so successfully. I bet a lot of people don't even know who Mans is. I was telling Devin, we used to do, it was like a tradition. We do the week 16 uh, Mans Levitan show. That would be a, the very first one was uh, the backup Jimmy G show. Uh, I think you were the first Mans guest, but yeah, you know, Mans has really uh, faded into the background and, this week, yeah, I got the, you know, the Adam approval that you, you know, are willing to respect me as my own individual. And that meant a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, go, after, after putting me through like three broathlons for the man's brand, now you just go to Roto-Grinders and decide to kill him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's still, um, let's not say he's dead. He still has somewhere in the vicinity of 70 to 80 physical crypto coins that I would personally like to... Uh, <laughs> have sold and be off my hands. But yes, uh, Mans is, uh, he's retired for right now. Um, Adam, you said you were going to drink with me on this show. What do you got? Yeah, I have uh, Yingling beer, Pennsylvania's finest. Mm. Um, I know you guys who, who listen a lot know I don't drink very much, but uh, you know, resolution for 2020 between me and my wife. And by the way, I saw your wife make an appearance on the Swolecast. You are out of your mind for letting these sick pups that watch the Swolecast have eyes on your wife. I will say... Everyone, knock on wood, has been very, very in line so far. Uh, and I, because I threatened them at the end of the show that I would knock them out. Uh, but yes, it was a risky move, but I did a cost benefit analysis. Here's the thing that happened I had a bit plan that I just wanted Lauren, I wanted Lauren to come in the room and said, my, my initial run with 150 Jimmy G's is complete. That's all I wanted her to do. But then she had to come say hi to Davis. And then the limelight got to her head and she wanted to start firing off jokes and bachelor takes. And now she's a tout too. So that's where we're at. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so my resolution with, with my wife was to have more fun in 2020. You know, it's not easy. It's easy for you to have fun. You, you don't have any kids. You know, you're living the dream. You're traveling. I don't even know where you're going. I don't even know where you are right now. And New Orleans, and New Orleans obviously. Hashtag how rich. And it's a lot harder to have fun. You got two kids under five. It's a freaking nightmare, et cetera, et cetera. So our resolution 2020 is to have more fun. So I've been trying to drink more in effort. You know, everybody seems to have fun when they're drinking, et cetera, et cetera. So, so you know, uh, I'm drinking a little bit. I like how what you just said was, it seems like people have fun when they're drinking. So I'm going to try that as a lubricant to have more fun with my family. <laughs> exactly. So what what do you guys got on on uh, on tap? What are what are the adventures? Yeah, so uh, we we basically like one of the things we've done is just like get like a standing babysitter. So uh, you know we have uh, one of the teachers from uh, well, the kids' school comes, uh, you know, and and we're just trying to go out more and and drink more and hang out with our friends more and just be uh you know try to try to actually live instead of you know go to work you know yell at the kids go to bed. You know, that's, that's, that's no way to live. Yeah. I, uh, 
Lauren and I have been trying to watch The Irishman yeah. and we've watched it eight nights. I'm, I'm, I promise I'm not exaggerating. One night we watched for nine minutes. It, we're just a little over halfway done. I mean, that's, that's what my entertainment life has boiled down to right now. Have you even attempted to watch The Irishman? You don't watch TV, do you? No, yeah, I'm out on that. But I, I'm in on Curb. That's the only thing I'm in on. I can't wait for it to come back. And uh, I've been rewatching last season in an effort to get prepared for uh, the new season, which starts actually, I think, next week. Um, wait, yeah, did, you see, did you see Larry David was coming for all our jobs? Yeah, I retweeted it, obviously. It's amazing. See, that's that's where we're really in trouble because, you know, it, I'm trying to, you know, corner the market on comedy touts. And if we have Larry David moving in here doing comedy fantasy football, I'm screwed, Adam. He's stealing food from my family. He's really the best, man. He, he really is. He really, I mean, God, if you guys don't watch Curb, I mean, if, people who don't think Curb is funny, I don't think we can ever really be friends. That's just the bottom line. So are, are you going out with the bros or with the fam tonight? No, I'm going out with my wife tonight, dude. I just said resolutions, bro. This is this is part of it. Okay, okay. What are, what are we talking like dinner and, and drinks or or what? Yeah, I mean a small meal and then and then to the, this thing that everybody claims is so fun, alcohol. See what you need because I've listened to you do your smell the roses bit, and one that you go to all the time is like a cooking class that had to do with like aphrodisiacs. Yeah. Like you need to do more things with your wife just so you can tout your smell the roses lifestyle. <laughs> like you need more bullet items for this. Yeah, no, I mean, I do enough stuff with the, with the dudes, with the bros, you know what I mean? The resolution is more for me and my wife or how are you supposed to say it to have, to have fun. Oh, come on. Give them, give them a good one. (laughs) My wife. (laughs) People probably don't know what that is either. That was a long time ago now. You don't think people know what Borat is? You are insulting our audience. I don't know, man. That was a long time ago. The first Ali G show was at least 10 years ago, maybe 15. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, those were, some of those initial ones. Did you ever see the Ali G? It was more on like an actual TV show where he interviewed uh, Victoria Beckham and David Beckham. Did you see that one? No. Oh, man, it's so good. Yeah. Those were the good old days before, uh, before he got outed and then it was too hard to, uh, for right. him to pull one well, this over is on like, people. This is like you, right? Like you, you, I feel like I'm partially responsible for outing you. I had you on the, on the podcast as Peter, which effectively I feel like killed man's. You know what I mean? Yeah, you were blaming me for killing man. You <laughs> you started that in April or whenever that was. Yeah, so but yeah. Once you're outed as a comedy as a impersonator, like uh, I I don't remember his name now, Ali G's name, but but yeah, he's been outed. I need to get a little feedback from the chat here. So Adam is loath to actually talk football with me. I think if he had it his way, we would just shoot the shit about a bunch of random topics for the rest of the show. Um, I'm okay with that, but I don't want the chat to revolt. If you guys are okay, uh, this is not going to be a a typical bankroll builder show. Uh, let's do, what do you do? What do the streamers do? One for hardcore football talk, 69 (laughs) for, uh, free square, uh, you know, random, whatever we end up doing. Let me, let me ask you this. What's your bankroll ad now in the bankroll challenge? Oh, I really twist in the knife. Uh, we're at three three fifty. I'm going to pull up my spreadsheet here. Um, so you were you were bust though until the head to head GBP against against Herms, which you like won by the skin of your teeth, right? I did by two points. He played two Tennessee Titans, uh, who, as we know, have been on a tear, uh, unlike anything we've ever seen in fantasy football. 
And uh, it kickstarted um, a run for me that was unheralded. You know, people were talking, you can't see my screen right now, but just listen to me rattle this off. 200 head-to-head GPP, 250 1.5x min cash the next week, 6x the following week, and then four straight bricks. But that run was something else. <laughs> Dude, 6x in the spy is not easy to do. That, that's no laughing matter. <laughs> hey, real question. I actually don't know. Do you, do you play the spy? Yeah, I'm in there. I'm, I'm in all the single entry stuff. I never oh. win anything, but I'm in there, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, normally I scroll through like the top 500 lineups. <laughs> and I've never seen your name. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so what, like, be like, be honest. So what are you doing with your cash lineup in, in the spy? Are you making like one to two pivots at all? Or are you just throwing no. your cash lineup? No, 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 no. I'm getting really wild. My cash lineup is only in cash games. In the single entry GPP stuff, I'm, I'm totally off the wall. I'm playing guys that are like 0.8% owned and stuff like that. So then why, like, cause I will look at those and I'll see Wiggins or um, Empire Maker and they're literally just dropping their cash lineup in there. Yeah, they're lazy. <laughs> okay. So you're, so, but you're making a specific choice. I assume they were making a specific choice of thinking like my cash lineup is so plus EV. I'll just treat it like a glorified double up or something. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, in my interest to try to actually get first, right? Like, yeah. I, I think if I put my cash lineup in the spy every week, you know, I would probably break somewhere around even, or maybe win a little bit. And I'm sure Wiggins and empire are winning a little bit by doing that, but they have like 0% chance to get first. Right. So uh, I, I think, you know, uh, for me, you know, uh, getting first, I think is, is, would be worth going for. And I don't mind, you know, losing whatever, you know, a thousand over the course of the season to try to get first by playing these, you know, 1% plays and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it, that's the thing too, is everyone talks about the payout structure still, even in the spy, which has a decent payout structure, it's still so top heavy. It's like top oh, yeah. 10 or bust. Oh, um, I mean, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if you're not trying to get first that you're, you're really not uh, playing optimally, not that everybody has to play optimally or whatever, but yeah, I mean, if you're not trying, if you're not doing some, I think a little bit of weird stuff or some uh, game stack stuff, then yeah, I think you're, you're leaving it on, leaving EV on the table for sure. You know, what really messed me up just completely played psychological warfare on me was the week this year. I think it was early on when the blitz optimal lineup, tied for first in the spy Did you know, it, really? it was like a, it was like a train of 10 lineups and so this whole year i've just been waffling back and forth from like doing what you said where it's like let me get off the wall try to win this thing to being like no dude i just need to make a couple small pivots and i'll be fine and i just i have no process is basically what it boils <laughs> <down> to. <laughs> yeah I, I mean the sample size in all these tournaments and in NFL is so small that like, if you're just constantly bouncing back and forth between play the best plays and galaxy brain that like, you know, you're just gonna be like playing that hedgehog game at Chuck E. Cheese, you know? Do you want a GPP win more for the money or more for your brand? Uh, depends what size. GPP. <laughs> if you're talking about the Millie maker for, for the money, if you're talking about, you know, winning 10 K and like the, the whatever. Yeah. Obviously like that would, that'd be better. Uh, but you know, I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even like screenshot a 10 K win. You know what I mean? Like that would, that would yeah. be, that would be pe- sad. So, so it, yeah. do you know what you do screenshot your DraftKings balance every time you do a, <laughs> a screen share on establish the run? That's such a flex and you don't even, you're too lazy to even crop it out. I, I swear Wiggins tried to teach me how to crop it out. I couldn't do it. And I got tilted and I was like, I don't care, man. You're like, why, why does it, why, why, why would I care if people see my DraftKings balance? You guys want to see a man for the people, Devin, can they see this up there? Balance. 
$131.34. That's after a reload uh, after week 17. <laughs> it's been a rough year, man. It's been a rough year. But we're always one week away from the nuts, right? Well, a real bankroll challenge, like the way like Doug and those guys did it in poker, is you deposit the exact amount of the bankroll, right? And then like you keep playing with that and playing with that. So it's like realistic. If somebody actually only deposited a thousand, could they run it up to 10K or whatever? Can I can I let you in on a secret? Just like, you know, peel behind the curtain here. <laughs> I might be playing more than just one hundred dollar lineup every single week. I, I, mean, I hate I hate to ruin the illusion for everyone. I know. That's inauthentic. Yeah, it's disingenuous is what it is. Uh, first of all, so I heard you say on the on the solo pod that DraftKings didn't want you talking about that stuff on there. Is Did they yeah. give you a blanket, don't talk about this, or just not on our sponsored airwaves? I, I don't know, man. To be honest, I, it's just, it, it, it's, yeah. I, there I don't isn't know. even anything really more to say at this point, but I was actually just curious if they said don't talk about it anywhere or just on our podcast. It's gray, man. A lot of stuff with with them is gray, but but yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's worth it to talk about. It. It's not it's not even that interesting. Like yeah. obviously, obviously the dude is multi accounting. You know, uh, what should the punishment be? I, I don't know. It's just so so hard to enforce. I mean, and my whole thing is like you can't have rules. Generally speaking, you can't have rules that you can't enforce. That's all I'll say about it. My favorite thing this morning, uh, I saw because Samson DFS, the uh, the watchdog in the community, was uh, tweeting that Tanner followed him. And then I was looking at Tanner's likes on Twitter, and he was like liking all these Samson DFS tweets. And I was like, what a world that we're in, that the guy from The Bachelor is liking tweets uh, about this guy who crawls through everybody's millimaker exposures. We're, it's truly a wild time to be alive, Adam. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's not great. You know, like, I, I feel bad for people who, you know, like, there's a lot of people who emailed me and were like, hey, I feel like, you know, I didn't know this was going on. And now I feel like, uh, you know, I'm getting cheated and I'm getting run over. Like, and, and I, I and I, I am empathetic to that. I, I also want to say that, like, your EV and like your, your ROI was not is not affected that much by somebody putting in 300 or 450 or 600 lineups, you know, especially this dude who's probably pretty bad at DFS, you know, obviously if like somebody really good is then, then yeah, they're, they're increasing their expectation, but it's not affecting other people that much. Like I said, somebody say, this is like Mike Postel cheating. Like no, it's not. (laughs) Mike Postel was a actual lock to win. Like, you know, there was no way Mike Postel could lose. If you give me 600 lineups to the Millie maker, I'm going to (laughs) lose even more, you know what I mean? So so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just feel bad for people that feel like they're, they're getting run over, you know, and, and that's really bad for DraftKings too. So I, I don't know what the answer is. And it, it, I think, you know, if I'm being completely serious, it's what it does is like you said, it's, it's not actually much of an advantage at all, but it plants these seeds of doubt in people that they're getting angle shot in other ways they're not even thinking about. Right. And it just creates this atmosphere of distrust and, and all of that. And that's the unfortunate part of it. But the actual edge that they were gaining is just so marginal. Uh, in the Millie Maker, where everyone's taking a shot for top prize anyway. So I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. But I mean, I, jokes, it, Adam. The jokes are so good. Oh, well, I know. This has been like you, you in DC. This has been like your, your like opus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's been, uh, it, it, it's just so rich. I mean, when we can come home, did your, did your wife watch The Bachelor? 
No, nah, she doesn't actually. Okay. See, that was like, Lord, when she, like, she has a Randon take just completely independent of right. anything DFS, which is what, make, you know, it's bringing families together. We finally <laughs> reached across the aisle. That's what's great I, about this. That was, that, that was the best part of the soul cast of the year was her independent Randon take by far. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's always upstaging me. So that's how it works. I've been neglecting the chat here. Um, Someone wondered if you were drinking a zero percent alcohol Heineken. No, he's drinking. Uh, what, what did you say it was? This is a Yingling. Yingling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania's finest. Um, what do we got here? Someone asking us if we bought DEAC stock. Mm. I don't even know what that is. Is that the? Oh, that's, that's the, the company. That's that's yeah. the holding company that that bought DraftKings and they they did the merger before they go public. Yeah, they're, it's going through the roof. But you know, a couple people asked me about that, like. You know, I don't understand what makes stocks go up and down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I assume it's a lot of public perception. People claim that there's like fundamentals. I don't know. I assume the perception and probably rightfully so is that DraftKings is going to be one of the two or three biggest players in sports betting, which I don't know if you guys have heard is kind of a big market. So I, I, I would assume that their stock would be going up, but I, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't know anything about stocks. Jeez, I think, did you just say sports betting is going to be big? I might have to run down to the Harris right now and get a, get a bet in, just get a little taste of this action. Uh, what was I going to say here? Um, investing in stuff. Oh, that made me think. Are you, uh, have you, when was the last time you've, actually this, when was the last time you thought about Bitcoin? Um, I saw a couple people retweet that, you know, Harlow Bob and, and Davis and a couple other people about that guy, Peter Schiff or whatever, like the gold the gold uh, bull or whatever makes me look like a fool. So I thought about that yesterday, but no, I haven't like logged into any of my accounts or exchanges in, I don't know, years. Are you, are you out on it? I'm not out. I have what I have and I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hold it and, and whatever happens happens. Are you like still buying on like a recurring basis? Yeah, I have a, re- I have a cur- recurring buy. Basically, like when I learned about everything in that 2017 bull run and I made, you know, the mistakes of firing at all these altcoins, you know, Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And I was like, I'm going to take away a few lessons from this experience. And the one lesson that I was like, I'm taking this away is just the idea of contra trading your emotions of like, when you want to buy, that means it's a bad time to buy. And when you want to sell, it means it's a good time to buy. And do I have any interest in Bitcoin right now? None. But I love that my Gemini account every Monday morning is just going to make a recurring buy. And I don't even think about it. It's just like putting a little bit into a 401k. And so once I detached emotions from it, I feel better about the whole thing. Oh, I like that strat uh, a lot. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I think you're downside like the upside on bitcoin is still exponentially higher than the downside right like even if you get wiped out a hundred percent on bitcoin uh the upside is you know like way more than that six hundred percent a thousand you know what i mean so even at this point still so we'll see man here's a good question from friend of the show drew he wants to know what happened to the three donkeys pot yeah um it got to be a uh just like kind of a hassle to organize with everything that we had going on, to be honest. And then also like, you know, believe it or not, I don't think that the bosses at action network appreciated (laughs) us talking about like dicks and, and all kinds of (laughs) as like their flagship podcast. So I I don't know, man, maybe, maybe one day it'll be back. I don't know, dude, they let Rovell get away with anything. I mean, this was, this is the era for three donkeys. I mean, come on. (laughs) After we did the game, the gambling Olympics thing, man, I think, I feel like that was the, 
the final straw on the three donkeys. I still am so disappointed that that art. I know you're not, but I really wanted that New York Times article in New York Magazine to come out about the gambling Olympics. People probably don't even know this. We the the entire time that we were at the gambling Olympics uh, doing this in this like ridiculous house, like a guy I forget his name. He was like a legit writer. Like he'd written for like really legit uh, magazines and New York Times and everything. He was supposed to write an article about it, and he ended up playing and uh i was he who's i don't did he win any money he wasn't on my team he wasn't on our team no well no wasn't he on a team and then the they were like no he shouldn't be on oh, a team. right 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 yeah so he just observed but yeah the, the, i thought there was gonna be an article about it i guess he thought that it was just like you know too absurd and new york times thought it was too absurd to actually have an article yeah well the thing that killed me is they not only did they have the journalist but they had the photographer who was just taking the sickest picture i'm in the best shape of my life the dude has like 500 just incredible photos of me i dm him once every six months on instagram being like buddy can i pay you for some of these photos and he's just like sorry man you know they uh, still own the rights to those i can't really release them until they agree to do something so Someday those photos will be released. That's that's that we all peaked on that weekend. Adam. Uh, I know you have the one ready with me throwing the hundreds all over you in the in the bathtub. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's an all time iconic photo. You know that was uh, the man's is peak and in your low. You know it just perfectly intersected right there. People don't know the entire time. Like we were there for it was like oh. a full week, right? Oh. Longer than that because we did the broathlon before the game. I was there for like ten days. It was awful. I know. Oh, here's actually a good thing tying into the gambling Olympics and something on the Swolecast. Davis, Davis doesn't think I could run a mile in sub six. First of all, what did you run what? your your mile in with Brandon Adams when you guys did yours? Uh, I I ran the, almost the same exact time as I ran against Bales. I was like maybe ten seconds faster against Brandon. I think I ran like six twenty against Brandon, like six thirty against Bales. Yeah, dude, you could run. You could break six minutes. What is he talking about? This is what I mean. I don't. Get, I don't want to ruin my action, but yeah. I. I just don't know why he doesn't think I can do that. They, Does he realize they, that Brandon Adams is like forty something years old and ran a five twenty eight or five thirty three or something? Yeah, I mean the Brandon Adams watching that one on Periscope. I was like, this is a grown ass man. I mean, what like what what point in that race were you just like I'm so screwed or like going into it? Did you know you were already screwed? Uh, no, I thought I, I, I you know I was running a ton. I I, I thought I had uh, a pretty good chance, and I also had side action against Bales too. So I knew even if I couldn't beat Brandon, that I could still have a chance to win some money. And and um, yeah, I mean, Brandon, I th- I felt good in the first lap. I felt good in the second lap. And then I started just like run out of gas. And that's when Brandon started going faster. And I was like, okay, now, now I'm dead. And also for every one of his strides was like three of my steps. And that was proved to be a problem, you know? Yeah. That also just, when you said you had the side action of Bales, it reminded me of when we did the first broathlon and we were doing the beer mile and you and Bales were like haggling for some side action. And I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> And because you guys were doing side action on the first lap and I was such a dumbass that I was like, I want in on the first lap action, not realizing that Bales was just going to sell out for the first lap and not care about the full thing. And, uh, 
it destroyed me. It was, uh, it led to me throwing up and losing that side bet. It was, <laughs> I learned a lot from that experience about how to negotiate. I can't believe we had a broathlon and a beer mile at Haverford High School's field while like softball practice was going on. That was so egregious. Yeah. Someone's asking me what my best mile time at my peak, my peak. I ran cross country in high school. I ran a couple sub 20 minute 5Ks, but I think I could, I think at my best, I could do like a 535 mile. Um, No problem. Yeah. But uh, Tony, Big T wants the over on six minutes. Big T's probably a little steamed up from the swole cast yesterday when I said uh, I was shocked that he was in Randone's corner and that it was the most off-brand move I've ever seen. Big <laughs> T, let's set this up, buddy. You want to do it in Nashville? Are you going to be there for the Roto Grinders party, Big T? We'll do it. We'll go to a track. Um, I will take the under on six minutes, and I'll get some of those giblets. What is Big T talking about? Let me, let me, get, let me get under six minutes. Yeah, let's uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get some side bets going. I love Peter too. Peter P- Jennings is just like soliciting DMs. He really wants action down on this Randone fight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't know Randone at all, and I, I don't know DC too well either. But I mean, based on some of these, uh, if you Google image Randone, it looks like uh, DC's in some trouble. Yeah, I so if, if it takes place in New Jersey, you you said you uh you might make the uh, trip. You're gonna get ringside tickets. Might I, if it's in New Jersey, hey, I'm definitely going. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, hang on, I need to get another beer. Uh, why don't you plug some boutique fantasy site for a half second? <laughs> I'm not plugging. <laughs> what kind of show is this? He walks away to get a beer on the middle of his own show. Uh uh oh. What? Did you talking shit while I was gone? No, but uh, it's about to be a scene in here. Look at their, their home. Oh, you're uh, the, the fam is home. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, one of the resolutions you made was to start drinking more. You can tell your wife that you are now drinking more. So that's uh, <laughs> exactly look at Big T. Get me on this show right now. So, <laughs> go, go for it, Devin. You get set of the lake. Big T, it would be uh, his second time in two days. He's joined a voluminous panel uh, to discuss a topic here. Uh, tell, why don't you tell me what you're playing? I, I'm, I don't want to talk about the slate, but I'm curious what you're playing in the spy this week. So I, I said this only somewhat jokingly on the Swolecast, and I have not played Lamar Jackson at all in a spy lineup this year. Uh-huh. Like I'm just the biggest fish in the world. And so I've decided that this weekend is my chance to get on him when he's not the chalk or the mega chalk. If, don't you think everyone's going to be on Mahomes? No, I think it'll be pretty even between Mahomes and, and Lamar. Okay. Then my, there goes that theory, but, but, I, Lamar, but Lamar is also, you feel the need to get on Lamar when he's at the most expensive he's been in the history of quarterbacks on DraftKings. Yeah. I mean, is it, is it really the highest price a quarterback's ever been? Yeah. Oh, but he deserves it. I still think he's underpriced. I mean, it, it, he's the he's the most expensive in the history of drafting his quarterbacks and he's still underpriced. It's wild. Yeah. Um my people don't now I think people don't want us to actually talk about uh fantasy, but uh <laughs> I will just say I think this is the week I'm rolling out a Lamar double stack. I hear no one's running a double stack. Everyone wants to do it single. The thing that I don't like is it seems Marquise Brown's going to be chalky and I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, the wider yeah. I think so too. The wide receiver position is re- is relatively weak in the mid range, and yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know, but like, I don't know if Lamar has enough volume in him for a double stack. 
So would you say you're getting super funky in the spy? Are you telling me this week in the spy, you won't have Lamar, Lamar Mahomes, or you're saying that was like on full slates, you were getting super funky? No, I, I'd be willing to play other guys in the spy. I'd be willing to play Rogers or, or Russ probably. Dude, in the don't spy. play. Rogers is so dust, man. <laughs> He's so dust. See, and this is coming from the guy that played Tom Brady back to back weeks in oh week 17 God. of wildcard. This is how bad I am at DFS, Adam. But Rogers has that Brady vibe to me of that team, no. watch the tape, team I know better. Dude is washed. No, no. I, I think yeah. he's on his way to being washed, but comparing him to Tom Brady is egregious. I mean, can't you get like 80% of his production just by playing Devontae Adams? In theory. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I just talked he's also one of the two- pillars of the industry off of his quarterback play. <laughs> <laughs> I think not playing Lamar or Mahomes in cash would be egregious. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's one thing about these – tournaments like people can look back and be like yeah it was fine you know he was low owned and he was cheaper you know it's like so hard to evaluate what's right and what's wrong that's why all the game theory bros love it they can just be wrong and wrong and wrong and think that they're still right you know i have a question i'm gonna ask you we're gonna find out just how sad you are be careful how you answer are you playing cash this weekend of course you you're playing cash on this slate oh there's ben hey buddy what up buddy hey sammy it's okay Ben was live in attendance at the first ever broathlon. You remember him from the broathlon where he was he was throwing up after <laughs> after running. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. him, mm-hmm. Uncle Peter? Dude, this is a huge week for Roto Grinders show cameos from various family members. <laughs> hey, Sammy, you want to see? All right. Oh, I haven't met Sammy yet. Yeah, meet Uncle Peter. <laughs> Uncle Mans, Uncle Peter, how's it going? Say hi, Sammy. Hey, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, uh, she, I, you know, just totally starstruck, I think. Just speechless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to my friend on the internet. Cool, right? Uh, do you want to say anything on the internet? Do you want to talk on the internet? No? Sammy, do you want to talk on the internet? Yeah, what do you want to say on the internet? Yeah, leave that. Sammy's going to be a tout, I can tell. (laughs) Um, Someone in the chat is threatening to challenge Ben to a $5 head-to-head on DK. (laughs) We all know Adam has various uh, DraftKings accounts set up for all of his family members. Exactly. (laughs) All right, I'll be up when this is done, okay, guys? Uh, I don't know. Half hour. All right, guys, let's head on upstairs. We'll, we'll, we'll release him to you in 20 minutes, Ben. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Big Uh-oh. Who's here? Uh-oh. We did, Big T just dropped in. Uh-oh. Do, do you have some words for me, Big T? There's more friends from the internet. I'm waiting for fa- – I got to get family out first. Uh-oh. What is he going to say? I just wanted to join the drinking right. party. What do you mean? What are we, what are we drinking? All right. We got we a little – I don't have the bottle. I was going to show you some bourbon. We got a little bourbon going. There we go. There we go. Look at this is this this show. This is a party we got going here. We got Levitan's family. We got Big T dropping in. How many people do we have watching right now? This is where I look. Okay, 155 watching. Just you know, a casual show. No no picks. No strategy. Just just some bros shooting the shit. 
There was a lot of strategy. I heard you talking about playing Lamar for the first time. It's a wonder you went broke. Imagine playing Lamar for the first time in week 19. Hey, imagine having the courage to admit it, though. How many touts in this industry would just sweep that under the rug? But I air my dirty laundry out for everyone to make fun of. Uh, you know, You don't really want to bet on man's under six minute mile do you big team i mean i want to watch him run it for sure so yeah i want i want some action i mean what did you used to be a runner or something like six minutes is easy i'm not gonna ruin my action no this is my first time running a mile <laughs> you just said you were the honest man of the people you know you never played lamar i told you i ran you said your fastest time in peak was like 535 or something yeah well, you're not in peak right now. At least I don't think you are. I did see that body, though. That's a tight core in that bathtub I seen it not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, you were like, is that Randone or is that Oh, Peter? here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Hey, God, a legitimate question. How do you know Randone? How did you become buds with him? We hung out a bunch in San Diego. We played some golf. We, we hung out a little bit. He's okay. a good dude. Like, he, he's taking a bad rap, I think. I... I will, as someone who has played characters, who has played heightened versions of themselves online, who have taken bits Sick. to the max, who as someone who has sold Big T a man's coin. You didn't sell I, it. You gave it to me. It was my, it was my prized possession. Wait, did I really comp yeah, you? What do you mean? Of course you gave it to me. I try to only comp those for people with over 100,000 Twitter followers. Like Adam. <laughs> Let's see what number it was. Right here, baby number was it look at dude you have this way wow. too quick there, that's because it's my prized possession i brought it to sawgrass with me i mean i bring it everywhere with me well big t you're actually like adam in that you're a way bigger fan of man's than you are of me no i'm not what do you mean it, i used it, to be you, you've grown on me i have yeah wow. ever I'm since really... that video when simon was talking trash about you in the in the uh he said it was a gimmick or whatever the show what was that thing they forgot to edit Oh, yeah. You guys, he was asking you if you guys wanted to come on the show. And Simon made like a reference that I might be trying to lose on purpose. And then people, <laughs> people were like, why am I watching this guy's stuff if he's trying to lose on purpose? And I'm like, I'm not trying to lose money on purpose. I just suck at DFS. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can admit it, Big T, that you prefer Mans to Peter. I do like Mans, but I think I, I think I've changed my opinion in the last couple months. I like these shows. Okay, yeah. I know. I've seen you were in the chat for the uh, the the Jennings one. You're you're yeah, there, I yeah. like it. Um, so we did, I mean, we got, we had some breaking news right before we went on the, the fights going down, right? Oh yeah. Well, he came, I was doing the pod with EM, with Empire and CSU today and he hopped on there and talked a little trash on, on the print factory. So well, then he released wait. a statement. It's a done deal. Where, where is it going to go down? More than likely we want it to happen at the DK final. Cause it's going to be the sports book or the sports betting championship that weekend, the DK final that weekend and March Madness that weekend, so hopefully that weekend. You're talking about in, in New Jersey, this the sports betting final, the sports yeah. betting championship, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be there, baby, big time. Hopefully we can pull it off that weekend. It'd be perfect. Yes. And we can run this mile. Like, I want to see under six minutes. I still don't believe I watched B.A. dust these guys in L.A. That, or wherever. What was it, L.A. or Miami? Yeah, we were in, in Miami on his home yeah. track. I'll, I'll mind you on his home track. He dusted you guys, though. Like, it, it was a dusting. Dude, he ran a 530. You don't think Mans can run a 530? 
I, see, I've never seen, well, man, is it man's or is it Pete? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if I have my sunglasses on or not really determines how you feel about this bet. I mean, and I, I watched the, what was it called you guys did? The Bro Olympics or whatever, like where you guys were playing basketball. Or I mean, yeah, whew, you guys need to stick to running after watching that basketball. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is what I will say about the Bro Athlons. When you have to organize them, film them, give people instructions, perform at a high level, and be funny at the same time, it's a lot to juggle, Big T, okay? Give me a venue where I can just focus on my athletic pursuits, and then, and then we'll see what happens. I like it. I mean, it, it was fun to watch that, though, first of all. I Big, liked it. Big T, did you, do you even remember playing basketball with me at the YMCA at the Roto-Grinders thing a couple years ago? I do not. Should see, I? Was see, it two that, years ago? Yeah, it was that. Um, it was the draft live final one. Do you remember that in Nashville? Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. I remember because I did described, you hoop on me? Did you crush me? I was, I was hustling. Uh, I remember describing your game to someone as uh, Al Jefferson with a little more range. <laughs> Is that <laughs> a fair comp? It's probably a good cop. I mean, okay. I, I like that cop, actually. Yeah. I would say the most surprising Roto-Grinders basketball performance was definitely Bach for me. Just like he stroke, stroke man. He did. I get, he surprised me. I agree with that because I'll be honest, I didn't think he was going to have much game, and he stroked. Yeah. And Kevin Roth has that, like, high school, like, football, like, three-sport athlete who also just comes in and happens to be somewhat solid at basketball vibe to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's way better than he is, though. Like, he, he's super athletic, and he's not like – I'm not saying he's bad by any means, but he thinks he's like a hooper, and he, he's just an athlete. <laughs> he's, he's a meteorologist is what he is. <laughs> Adam's got some uh, ball handling skills. We didn't get to really let it loose because we were all hammered, uh, but I, I, could, I could tell you had some handles. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'd love playing. I play basketball twice a week still, man. I'll lo- I'd love to play. I, I you my... coming to the? You need to come to the RG party this year. <sighs> Is it in Nashville? Yeah, the Super Bowl. You can have a uh, Patrick Laird's invite. We extended the invite to him. Did you invite him. He, Cal gave us the green light. He's like, we'll yeah. put him up in my Airbnb downtown. And Patrick was like, <laughs> oh, you, he offered it that to him too. The one right on the strip. I, is that where it is? is yeah, it's the, like right on Broadway, like right above one of those bars. He should have done that. Maybe I need to tell Patrick, like, this is this ain't just an Airbnb. What's, this is an Airbnb. What's the latest with you and Laird? Is it is it is it over, or are you still in communication? So here's the update. I uh, actually just yesterday morning I picked up my recently framed, signed Patrick Laird jersey from the frame store. <laughs> where still is waiting. it? Uh, well, I'm in New Orleans right now, wow. so it's uh, in my office at home. Uh, I still talk with Laird regularly. Uh, we're still friendly. Um, yeah, we're good. We're, why am I talking like, like we broke up? No, we're, we're great. <laughs> Things are great. <laughs> I see. Not going in New Orleans. Are you going to the title game? No, I didn't even know. It's oh. so every year I go with my college buddies, we had been going to Vegas for divisional round. We've done it for like eight years to just, you know, watch sports, drink, bet, all that stuff. But I'm so sick of Vegas, as Adam knows, that I convinced my friends, like, let's just go somewhere else where we can sports bet and play poker, which now is a lot of options. Everywhere, yeah. So we are going to Biloxi, Mississippi tomorrow. 
uh, to watch divisional round games and but doing a night in New Orleans tonight. So that's why I'm here. Wow. I mean, yeah. oh, you I can do that in, in you can't do that. You can't bet sports in New Orleans, I know, but you can play poker at the at the Harris in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Big T, you ever been to the NOLA? It's one of the places I haven't, man. I do want to go, though. I feel like Big T and NOLA, just perfect fit. I just see you on Bourbon Street with one of those yard-long beers, you know, just just kissing babies, you know, taking photos with sorority sisters. Oh, Were you talking trash about me, by the way, on uh, – what did you say you were talking trash about on uh, the Swolecast? Oh, no, I said it when you came on, too. I just said it – it is so off brand for you to be friends with Randone. I'm friends it, with anybody that's nice. Like the people that are nice, like I'm good with it. No, the only I would, people I don't get along with are the people that just like talk trash for no reason and like just make stuff up and then on this different things. Yeah. Have you caught any heat for being in Randone's corner though? I mean, sure. I mean, not really. I mean, people don't get mad at me that often. It's like you, like people don't get mad at you. I don't know, man. I got no. some people out for my head. The only people that like get mad at me are like Samson. You were talking about Samson. Like he gets mad at me. Like I'm scamming everybody somehow. Did you see that? I love that Samson's his one ally in the industry is now a former bachelor contestant. Is that real? He was really like, they were buddies. Him and Tanner, dude, they're chumming it up. I guess they're going to Cabo next week. All inclusive. <laughs> Samson. Dude, Adam, how do you feel about Big T highlighting your big spotlight? This was your chance to promote ETR on the Roto Grinders Airways. And Big T just I'll promote it out. for him. Like, I, this is the truth. Like, I'll be serious. Like, he, they do a great job over there. I, I like all their content. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. But no, I'm not in the plugging business, dude. I'm not coming on your 150 viewer show to plug ETR. Oh, you got in there. <laughs> oh, oh, says the guy that's asking me for YouTube SEO advice uh, over oh, well, text. I need that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> need that big time hey big t this guy claims he can't crop out his DraftKings balance when he does i heard you guys talking about that i mean yeah. I, that's overrated anyways people people Who love cares? big t's now. got way more than me in his DraftKings balance anyway. i pull it out a ton though like i pull i pull yeah. out and deposit as much as anyone like why not, not really why i just I mean is it a scam to talk about it on there like deposit with your credit cards get points, oh yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah different yeah. i don't know yeah, no, don't mention that. I, I'm aware. <laughs> I didn't know if I should go down that avenue <laughs> on here or not. Hey, why we are conv- uh, you know, confessing things. I actually had uh, uh, three extra zeros next to this balance uh, before today. And I, I pulled it all out. So as long as we're all revealing the truth. <laughs> oh, my good. Big T, who's your quarterback this week? It's tough not to play Mahomes, man. I, I just don't see how they don't crush, but. I don't know. I, I don't like Lamar as much as other people. I don't either. I just have to play him because I haven't played him at all this year. You know, <laughs> why are you picking this week of all weeks though to play him? Like you waited till he was the most expensive quarterback in the history of DraftKings. Do you know what I've been trying to do? Have and then you said you're going to double stack him too. Is that what you said? And do try to bring back with Henry, who I haven't played at all either. Oh, you just, can't play Henry with him. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm getting even on all the guys I've gotten smashed on all year. This is how you win at DFS. <laughs> Henry is it's, the man, but if Henry crushes, there's no way Lamar is on the winner. Just that might be the a, worst correlation of all time, Lamar and Henry. No, this is the game script, dude. Henry rushes for two 75-yard touchdowns to open the game. To Lamar's open the game, down, too. To open the game. They're down 14 nothing. The double stack hits. Uh, dude, just uh, – I, I need to start playing these showdown slates. I need to 
I need to get on this big tea life with these showdowns. That's the what showdowns are fun, man. Yeah, what do you, what is like what's in that brain of yours, dude? Where do you get your showdown? At? It isn't good. That, I mean, you don't want you don't want to be in the showdown brain. You play some crazy stuff like Taysom the goat. <laughs> yeah, people have been asking what's a better love affair, you with Taysom or me with Patrick Laird? You guys I mean, don't understand. I'm sure you guys there's no way you guys watched me and Chop show like last year, but like last year we would play him every showdown slate like he got so many carries inside the five, and it was when he was like 200 on DK, though. Yeah. So, like, he'd be 2% owned, and he'd get carries every game, but he just wouldn't score. Like, you could see it. And we just kept playing him and playing him and playing him. And then finally this year, it all pays off. I mean, the dude's got, like, what he, I, I'm sure Levitan knows, but what, like eight, eight to ten touchdowns. Yeah. The, the funniest part to me about the showdown stuff is that people – aren't even trying to make good lineups. They're just trying to make a unique lineup. So, like, <laughs> yeah. imagine a game where the goal isn't to think about anything except for doing what other people aren't, literally. like It's crazy. Give me a unique – it's such a crazy game. It's got to be profitable to just play cash in those, too. Like, I know, like, Hoop and Empire, these guys, like, they jam the cash, too, where it's got to be profitable because of what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, I was trying to flex on you, and you didn't answer my question. What was the question? Uh, I don't even remember. It was about who had a better love affair, me with Patrick Laird or you with Taysom Hill, and then I was going to drop the do you text with Taysom Hill. and, and just You were going to own me is what you were saying. I, I wish I could. I, I tried to, like, get a love affair going on Twitter. He just shunned me off. It's, it goes back to your original point, though. I don't got the 100K followers. Did did he ever give you a fave? He, he didn't give me. He gave me no time of day. I, I've just wow. talked him up. Just no love. Same with Kittle. I talk Kittle up a ton too. I just nobody's got time for Big T. <laughs> See, Kittle, you, you know, I appreciate the lofty goals, but Taysom should be attainable for you. I, I, I agree. I, I don't disagree with that point. Taysom, I think, only has like, like I want to without looking like no followers, like seven thousand or something. Really? That can't be I don't true. think he's, like, on Twitter, though. Like, he's – I mean, he's from BYU. I don't think he's into all that stuff. Yeah, he's, on, <laughs> he's on Team No Sack. Oh, well, dude, yeah, he's definitely on Team No Sack. Dude, okay, first of all, he has 93,000 followers. Does he? I, see, I Second get of all, this is how you know this guy's Mormon. His profile picture and his header picture are both the same – photo set of him and his wife like their engagement photos or something <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude maybe maybe you backing randon isn't off brand like you love a mormon gimmick quarterback oh. you i mean maybe big t contains multitudes and i've just never given you enough credit for it kittle though kittle's got a lot of gimmick too i think i like the gimmick stick the the stick or whatever you call it yeah i like yeah. that I think so. I think so. Um, I want under on this action, though. I want to see you guys racing is what I want. Six minutes, is that's not easy. It, it's not easy. You I guys mean, are you acting to, like it's like a cakewalk to run six-minute miles. You have to be a physical specimen that also just happens to be a DFS tout. You know? All right, Those so are, just, just book it then. I, I'll give you whatever you want, Big T. I, I, I want you're, you're so confident is the reason I'm nervous. I watched. What did you run it with BA? What was your time? I ran like like six thirty, but you know, I, I was yeah, and I trained a ton. I mean, it, running a sub six minute mile is not easy for sure. I trained like I was running three to four times a week. Like I had a fucking uh, sorry, I had an effing running coach. Uh, <laughs> running coach. Yeah. Uh, I was doing sprints and stuff and I still, I couldn't, I mean, it's just not in me, but for other people it's in them, you know, obviously for BA it's in them, you know? So why do you think it's so easy then? Uh, I, I mean, for me, I, I don't I, ruin our action, Adam. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, you're confident though. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, yeah, I don't want to kill the action, but I mean, if you I, guys weren't confident, I would have seriously bet any amount that you couldn't go under six six minutes. Like I was stunned when you said that Maddox was crazy for it. I would have bet under for any amount until I saw how confident you are. Then I'm a little nervous. Well, when do you get into Nashville? Friday. Okay, I I think I get in. No, I get. uh, I think I get in Saturday morning. We could do Saturday. When are we playing? Are we going to play basketball? Is that on Sunday? We got that court rented on Sunday. Well, if we run, I I, it needs to be Saturday before I start eating and drinking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it Saturday. Yeah, we'll I can't wait to explain to my wife why we're going to a track right when we get to Nashville for her first yeah. trip there. It's <laughs> hurting, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's the only time you'll have though, because Saturday night you're gonna get you're gonna have some beverages. Sunday we're hooping. Like, okay, I have no time. Just making sure do do we have a do we have a bet? I'm gonna run a mile in Nashville. Yeah, we don't know what the All terms right. are, but we need to come up with some terms. But yeah, okay. All right, yeah. well, I think you're, you're probably going to win, though, with how confident you are. But I'll make a I'll make a wager to have fun with it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get a we'll get a group DM going after this and get the particulars. Yeah. We need uh, to get Levitan there though for this party. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to Vegas on on. Are you talking about this coming weekend? I'm I'm leaving for oh, Vegas on Super Bowl. Friday. Oh, Super Bowl! You're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. What do you What are you going to Vegas for? Is that one of the the giveaway things you guys have done? Yeah, we gave away a uh, uh, for that. Uh, contest like the pick and pool that thing we did with action and whoever won it we taken him out to vegas with him and his buddy the dude seems cool and yeah we're going out to vegas uh me silva taylor uh andrew and the guy who won and the guy who's one's boy and yeah i mean if <laughs> dude, we come you guys back- are just going to chill in vegas with two dudes yeah, yeah. I, like I can't. Ab- I can't imagine how excited I'd be if I won a trip to go drink o'duels at the aria sports book with adam <laughs> levitan <laughs> What, where are you guys going to be watching the games? I'm not trying. Uh, we actually uh, got, we, we got uh, hooked up with uh, like a lounge area at the Cosmo Sportsbook to watch the uh, conference championship game. So it should be no. good. Both days too or just one day? Uh, it's just conference championship Sunday. So just Sunday. So how, how long are you there? Because we know Adam can't do more than like two nights. Oh, no. I'm flying in very late Friday and leaving very early Monday. <laughs> Big T, when we did the gambling Olympics and we were out there for a week, we were like three days in. And every time you'd look at Levitan, he would just like mouth the words like McCarran. Just yeah. give me the McCarran. <laughs> it was just the, the whole time. That was just an old poker. When I used to go out to Vegas a lot to play poker, I, like anytime I'd be losing, I'd be like, God, just take me to fucking McCarran, please. <laughs> All right. That house you guys had was sweet too for that thing. Oh, man. That's, that's what I was saying. That's what really killed the three donkeys because that, that house was uh, <laughs> out of our budget to say the least. <laughs> okay. We are going to do this swole cast style. We're going to build a lineup to end this show. Cool. Adam, you have the first pick. Um, okay. Uh, I'll take big T's boy, man. I'll take, uh, uh, George Kittle. Uh, I was going to say Taysom's not on this slate. Yeah. All right. Big T. He just took your boy. What does that leave you with? What is the, what's the deal? Levitan? So all <laughs> week, my plan was to play Kittle and Kelsey, which I think is chalky. But Kelsey pops up questionable? What is the deal with this? Yeah, no, he's just got a bruise. It, it is weird considering they had the off week, but they say it's just a bruise. I mean, yeah, I I, I wouldn't uh, downgrade him at all. Okay. Yeah, let, let's just jam those two easy plays out of the gate. We can get contrarian in a minute. It's nice to bring on 
two big old chalk donkeys. To oh, we're going to get good with. here in a minute. I got you guys an empire play that he gave out on the pod that's going to fit nice. Ooh, okay. Just okay. for tournaments, too. Can I – is it a Green Bay wide receiver? Oh, definitely not, no. Okay. No. Um, well, Green Bay sucks. Like, I, I'm going to stick on brand. I have to play Lamar Jackson. I have to get some Lamar Jackson points uh, in this decade because I didn't get any last decade. So uh, back to Adam, we need to save some money in this economy. Yeah, uh, I actually think that the state of the running back position on this slate is like so weak that it's actually okay to punt it off. And I think one place you can punt it off and gain leverage is with Jamal Williams. I mean, everybody is like riding Aaron Jones. And when Jamal Williams has been healthy this year, he's played like 35% of the snaps at least. So I think Jamal Williams at 4,600 uh, is a good way to punt and to gain leverage. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with him. Jamal Williams, you're just getting me excited now. Jamal Williams is like – he's like my third in line behind Kittle and behind Kittle and Taysom. Like, Jamal Williams is <laughs> such a good play this week. Yeah, Everyone plays Aaron Jones, and they get the same amount of work, basically. It, it makes no sense to me. But See, that's my, my galaxy brain plays. You know all the players that people tilt when they watch their, like – yeah, I have, nu- exactly. I have Nuke and Fuller. Why is Hyde getting all these carries? How about you just play Hyde, you big <laughs> dumb idiot? You know, I, I agree. Like it, it's it's true. And yeah, Jamal people, Williams, though, like Jamal Williams is an incredible play this weekend. Yeah, He's people so cheap. Have, I don't get the the free Aaron Jones hashtag. How about a hashtag that's like continue getting fifty percent of the work yeah. for Jamal Williams? Let's that's start it. Let's get hashtag. that. Let's get that puppy trending. Um, all right. Is it to uh, – okay, Adam to Jamal. It's back to you, Big T. So running back is the is the problem of the week. I, I agree with Levitan again. I mean, everyone's going to play Damian Williams, but I don't know if he's the best tournament play really. I mean, I guess if you're not playing Mahomes, he's a good play. But I kind of like punting it off, to be honest. And I like Duke Johnson. I think he's a really good play. And I don't even mind like Tevin Coleman at even cheaper price and go up at receiver for a few guys. But – Let's play. Let's play Duke on this one. Wow! Didn't have the stones to go down to Tevin Coleman. Pretty off. Right, we can play Tevin if you guys want. I mean, he's he's dirt cheap. The, What's Adam's take? Duke is not even that. If Duke was like four K, I'd be more into. It. I can't believe he's forty seven hundred. Like, what has he done to deserve to be forty seven hundred? Game script though. I think he's going to catch like ten balls. That would be something. You guys already took my play away, Fells. You took up all my tight end slots. Yeah, we did. I'm glad we did if you wanted to play Fells. (laughs) The thing is, is like all my lineups that I've been galaxy braining, it's like I'm playing two tight ends this slate, and neither of them are George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. Um, All right, so are we going with uh, Duke? Yeah, I I like Duke unless you guys don't like him. I don't have anybody cheaper than than Jamal at running back that I think is really in play. I mean, I I, I guess you could play Tevin or Brita, but it's just like such a leap of they're faith. So cheap, yeah. I mean, I, I get it for sure. They're 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 definitely thin plays. Yeah, but I, yeah, they're so cheap for sure. All right. Um, I don't want to deal with this Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins situation. I'll let maybe one of you guys deal with God, that. Sammy Watkins sucks, man. Yeah. Uh, I will go with – I like a lot of receivers in this range. I like Diggs, I like Debo, and I like Fuller. Um, let's go – it looks like we just bumped up Diggs' ownership now that he's fully off the injury report and maybe Thielen. But I still – okay, I'm going to go Debo. I'm going Debo. I just planted my flag. Uh, this team is going to win first place in a tournament. Like, this team's good. Dude, I'm just submitting this in the spy and then getting blackout drunk tonight. So yeah, don't don't like get scared and pivot off one of these goats, though. 
Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it back around to? Is it Adam? I think now? it's yeah. me. But right, do you want to play Lamar naked? You, yeah, I think you have to. I mean, I would play Marquise in this lineup, but Adam. You know, everyone hangs on every word you say. If you tell us to put in Seth Roberts here, well, I'll just be like, all right, that's a good Is Marquise really 4,400 on DK? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're putting in Marquise. All right, I like it. This, this lineup's already pretty unique, I would say. We can eat some chalk. Uh, Big T, wide receiver, DST. I mean, wide receiver. We what, what do we got? I don't have the screen up. Like, what I'll put we in got? Packers as like a median defense, so it leaves a 7,300 for a wide receiver. God, I wanted to play Reek. No, I wanted to play Empire's Boy, uh, but I guess we, we don't have to. I, I can just give that out. No, there, but, uh, we're we're all gonna listen to uh, what's it called, Big Green Pod? Don't be <laughs> the the Print Factory. Factory, Big Green. Big Green. It is good. a green header, though. You're right about that. Yeah. What was the What was the pick? We're all gonna listen to it still. Uh, Demarcus Robinson. Mm. Okay. Why DeMarcus it's more, or it's more like on the Mahomes team, though. It, it's not as good with Lamar, anyways. What's his but rationale for uh, DeMarcus over just Hardman? Just a bunch of upside, unowned. Everyone's going to play Sammy Watkins, who sucks. Same price point. I, I don't know. Just standard tournament play, really. Okay. Um, uh, so we got 73. We don't have enough to get one of these top. Devontae, if we punt D, can we get Devontae yeah, or one of these good guys? play Vikings defense. Is yeah, that let's, play, let's play Devontae or, or Tyreek here. Oh, you actually can't. You, you would have you to can't? play. You'd have to play Seattle. Well, let's play uh, Seattle's D then. We can play Seattle's D. Uh, you're actually 100 short of, of ah. Tyreek. You want to get some Titans D, Mr. Uh, uh, Showdown yeah. Slate Galaxy Brain? Does it Against our play? quarterback? <laughs> I don't think it's like the worst thing ever. Are we worried Lamar about the weather here? Pick. Like Lamar also takes his one, one strip sack or something like what does it get? So if we play him, it gets us. If we play that D, it gets us what, Tyree? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. We're in a bad man. We're in a, we're in a bad zone, though, without doing that. Oh, my goodness. Um, everyone in the chat is now more interested in the uh, the big green pods. So this this is really backfiring. Actually, let's me. play A.J. Brown on this team. And let's okay. go up at defense. I like A.J. Brown. Let's play A.J. against our, our little stack here. Let's run it back with A.J. And then are we? Then what? How, are we, how much does that leave us on D? You can well, play. You can play Ravens D, and you'd have five hundred left over. Yeah, let's do that. Look at Put this. This is there. this is how you dominate short slates. You set your builder to leave five hundred dollars salary on the table. Inherently makes your lineup unique. That's what. Look we're how doing, good right? that team is. That team's shipping. That's shipping. <laughs> hey, what if Don't all three you of us? Don't you off it either when you start getting those drinks in tomorrow night? Hang on, guys. Between you. And just us three. What if we all put the same lineup in, but we cycle three different quarterbacks? <laughs> Levitan, Levitan does it with Mahomes. <laughs> Big T does it with Tannehill. <laughs> Tannehill. And, yeah, you got to stack them up with AJ and all do it with Lamar. Just just between us? Do we have a deal? deal. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thank you, Big T, for hopping on. Adam, thank you for joining us for the happy hour. Uh it, what what is the the off season uh, content schedule for ETR? You get get your plugs in. I know you're not a plug guy, uh, but you know I'm doing you a favor. You know? Yeah, no, I, I I most of it's going to be free. You know all the free agency and draft stuff for sure, and maybe we'll get XFL on DraftKings. I don't know <laughs> if, if we do. Then I think we'll be we'll be in on that probably. But 
but yeah, man, uh, we'll see. It'll be, it'll, it'll be mostly free. So, uh, you know, all the Pez can eat it up. There we go. Big T, uh, you don't get to plug anything. You just hijacked this show with your own agenda. Came on here. You plugged your podcast. I didn't podcast. think I was going to actually get to come on, and then Devin actually sent me the link, and I'm like, well, I, I said I would, so I better go on. Yeah, when I told him he could do that, I was just like, don't actually do that. <laughs> no, this is great. Thank you guys for uh, tuning. I do Big T. I actually had wanted to do uh, do a showdown uh, Let's do one for the building. Super Bowl, either in Nashville or before it. Right after I run a 559 mile. Oh, God, we got to lock in details of this. <laughs> All right, guys. Are we going to play on the same hoops team, though? Are we going to run some people? Yeah, if you feel like rolling after the pick. I do. All right. All right. Uh, for Adam Levitad, for Big T, for Jerry, for the fam, for social drinking, for showdown slates, for Taysom Hill, for Patrick Clay, I'm Peter Overzet. Get them giblets. 